Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. ESPN Denver 1600 presents Clar and Company. Well, the train is uh, picking on steam. It's leaving the station. The Broncos debut on Monday oh night. NFL football is already underway. And all of that brings us to Broncos Blast, brought to you by Framed Art. Framed Art is open. You can keep calm and frame on. And you may want to keep calm if you're a Bronco fan after you heard the dire predictions of uh, Jimmy Armstrong and Mark that was just That was just dark, wasn't it? Dark is the only word I can think of that. Framed art has it will brighten your life. They'll make your home yes. happy, as we say about another sponsor. It's Bronco season. Hey, guess where the Broncos go? When Pat Bowlen passed away, and they needed uh, framed memorabilia for their memorial for the public right away at Mile High Stadium. Guess where they went? I see Broncos in there all the time. Framed art, personal and sports memorabilia to museum quality fine art. The award-winning framer for all of Denver, Brian Hart at Framed Art, thirty sixty. South Broadway and with Mark Knudsen alongside. On that note, we welcome in Ian St. Clair. Follow him at Ian St. Clair at Mile High Report. He is also the star of the Mile High Report radio podcast and the lead writer at PlayColorado.com. And uh, good morning. Uh, we're painting you as glass half full, Ian, on this uh, on this Bronco morning. It better be more than half just to compensate. For those uh, two. It's, it's, wow. it's close to brimming. How about that? It, it Atta boy. Wow. Miller. Yeah. I like it. All right. Wow. We're, we're with well, you. what about Von Miller? You know, what about, you know, how much did that change your outlook on the season? And, and tell us about that first. 
Well, it was interesting because uh, when the news broke on Tuesday, uh, Adam and I had already recorded our podcast, so we actually had to go back and re-record it because it, it changed everything, or at least mm-hmm. we thought. Adam was more of the, the glasses empty at that point. Yeah. He's kind of come around and not as sky is falling at this point. I... When you look at Von Miller, I, it, yes, the, the injury is going to impact this team. How can it not? He's one of the best edge rushers in the NFL, even if you look at CBS and he's not included in the top ten. But you look at what he was doing over the course of the offseason and, and how motivated he was and how, how to, to steal a reference from Seattle, how beast mode he was going to be. But I think what yeah. this can do, I think there's two things that this injury can do for the Broncos. It's either going to, well, now what are we going to do? We're just, are we, there's nothing we can do. Or I think it, the, the other way is that it, it's going to abs- it's going to gel them. It's going to unify them, and it's going to motivate them to be even better because they saw how hard he was working, and now they're going to want to come out and want and play even better for him. And I think there's going to be guys who now have the ability to step up and realize, in the words of John Fox, next man up. And that's Jeremiah Tachu and, and Malik Reed. And I think they're going to, to have the ability to show that what they showed at the end of last season is real. Now, they're not going to be the, to the level of Von Miller. That's just not possible. There's very few Von Millers now or in the history of the National <clears throat> Football League. But I don't think it's going to be as debilitating to this defense simply because I think they have something that can counter it, and that's Drill Casey now on in the interior of the defensive line. You know, um, Kiss pointed out the, the, the shallowness and that just makes of these positions. It just makes me go back. To, and this is it's not revisionist history if you called it out at the moment it happened. And I, I screamed bloody murder when they let Shaq Barrett walk away. Um, and I still it still drives me crazy that that happened. And Shane Ray, who knows? I mean, why isn't Shane Ray playing for this team anymore? Um, I mean, he didn't perform. That's the reason. But that was turns out to not have been a very good draft pick. Um, the, the question is, is Bradley Chubb going to be worth all that loss? Is Bradley Chubb going to be the guy, and he's been banged up in camp, is he going to be the guy that the other team has to double team, for it, which Von Miller was, so that Malik Reed and, and whoever else is playing on the other end can do some damage? Is, is, is Bradley Chubb going to be the guy? Do we know that? Are we just hoping? I, I still think there's unknowns with Bradley Chubb because when you get your third ACL injury, as he's had, he's yep. he's been sort of <laughs> – I don't want to say treated with kid gloves, but you don't want to rush him back, especially in this offseason where he hasn't even been able to get on the field until the beginning of August. They didn't have OTAs. They didn't have mini camp. They didn't start training camp until basically the middle of July once they got through the COVID protocols and got through their their, their strength and conditioning. I I do think that he is going to be able to, to get back to what we saw prior to his most recent ACL injury. I do think that. And I think it's because of two people. I think it's because of Von Miller, but also I think it's because of DeMarcus Ware. I think he has been able to lean on these guys and really learn from them on how to become a better edge rusher, but also a better player in the NFL. And I think he, having gone through this this injury again, I think it's really it's really going to allow him to focus in and realize, I want to take advantage of this opportunity. Now, whether or not it's going to be on Monday, Time will tell. I, I do think that the Broncos are going to bring in another edge rusher at some point. I, the trade that I would like them to make is 
is Ryan Kerrigan with the Washington football team. I think that addition would be a way to to limit the damage that the, the loss of Von Miller will cause, but there's also all kinds of guys that they could potentially bring in. But I do think Chubb is going to be able to, to get back to where he was prior to this injury. Maybe not fully, but I think it's going to be close enough that he's going to show that you, you have to to block him and potentially put a second guy there to slow him down. Ian, uh, before we get to your predictions for the Broncos and their season before the uh, AFC West and uh, your Super Bowl picks, I want to ask you one thing. With Von Miller injured, I'm seeing these columns, and I don't know where they come from, saying, well, I guess the offense is <laughs> going to have to carry this team, not the defense. What? This offense? How, how concerned are you? I'm concerned that you've got an offense that's gone through a pandemic, no OTAs, shortened camp, sometimes looks ready, sometimes does not, has a starting quarterback who has talent, but has only started five games uh, in the NFL. How much can we expect uh, in, in terms of this offense even being ready for opening night? I think that's the big question mark. I, I think that's why I, I go back and forth from this team could be the 1998 Broncos or they could be the Tim Tebow Broncos. We just we, we really have no idea. We would have seen we would have seen four preseason games at least by now. So this is the first chance that they're going to be on the field against another opponent. And I think that's why the key for me is whether it's offense or defense, they come out strong. They come out and they send a message. And they, they punch Tennessee in the proverbial mouth. If it's on offense, throw a deep bomb to Jerry Judy on the first play of the game. If it's on defense, get after Ryan Tannehill. Slow down Derrick Henry. And defensively, Drill Casey's not going to need much motivation because he's going against the team that traded him for a seventh-round pick, signed a guy with the money that he thought should have gone to him, and now the guy they signed, Jadavian Clowney, is wearing his number. So Jarrell Casey isn't going to have much motivation, and I think he's going to be able to spread that across the defense. Offensively, it, it there really is a question, but I want to see Pat Shermer come out and just go – Really go all out on the the first the first few plays of the game. Really get them into the groove of the game and 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 send a message. Start strong. The last thing you want to do in a game like this, and without Von Miller and potentially Cortland Sutton, is get behind early. That's the, that's yeah. literally the worst possible thing that could happen for this team. Hey, before we okay, get to your predictions, get... let me let me do this real quick. Before we get to your prediction, in how 2020 is it that we have to say the Washington football team, and, and how 2020 is it? Are people miss? Do you think people miss high preseason football now? We didn't get it. We complained about it all the time about meaningless preseason games, and now we didn't get any, and we really miss them. Is that fair? Both it, of you? It, it's total. It, it's totally 2020. When you look yeah. at the schedule, and it's Philadelphia Eagles at football team. It's, football it's like, okay, is yeah. this a TBA? Is this like, yeah. we don't know when they're playing, but it's only who they're playing? Yeah, yeah. That, that's totally 2020. I think with, with preseason football, I, I think it's I, – I, I would have liked to have seen at least two. I think that's what I want going forward. I think four is too many. I think two would be the happy medium. So it would have been nice to at least have two at this point to get them into the groove, to get them into the football swing of things because – I do think eventually, if it's not the first couple of, uh, of series, you're going to see teams that have not been on the field against another team for, what, nine, eight months since January. You're going to see those hiccups and struggles. Yep. 
Well, Ian, we've got about a minute left yep. here. If we all, we've already gone over on this segment, give us your Broncos win totals, where they finish up, who's your who's your division champion, and uh, and uh, who wins the Super Bowl. So I, the Broncos are still at seven and a half wins. If you look at most of the, the sports books in Colorado, there's 14 of them now. I'm going to go with the over. I still think that they're around the nine to 10 win mark. Um, I, I don't think they're going to compete for the division. I think they, they could be there. I think they'll compete with, with the Chargers for that, that second playoff for the, the second uh, spot in the division. Um, I, in terms of the division, it's clearly the, the, the Chiefs. I think the, the AFC is clearly the Chiefs. I think they or there is a, comp- a competition with the Ravens. I think they're the two best teams in the AFC and the two best teams in the NFL. I'm going to go against my grain here, and I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl to, to hopefully throw some bad juju on them and they don't win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and I, I think it's going to be I, – I, I hope it's not a rematch. So I'm going to go with the Saints as the NFC uh, Super Bowl team this year and hopefully – me picking the Chiefs is that bad juju I mentioned. <laughs> and a lot of Denver uh, agrees and breathes right with you on that one. Ian, we will continue to listen and read Mile High Report, Mile High Report radio podcast uh, with you and uh, Adam. Great job. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. All right. Next. Woody Page from ESPN, Denver Gazette. We look back at his almost 50 years chronicling the Broncos. Are there any parallels to this unusual season uh, on this team in 2020? We'll get Woody's prediction for their season. Uh, also, for how uh, the Super Bowl will turn out this year, uh, next from Woody Page.